0: According to www.thenutritionfactor.com.au, as around 80% of your immune cells are located in the gastrointestinal tract, gut health is closely linked to immune function. Research shows that the digestive condition known as leaky gut is a common factor in the biological mechanisms that leads to the onset of autoimmune disease. Could the foods you eat every single day, good or bad, be negatively impacting your overall health? In this episode, our guest expert will discuss the first steps in gut healing and the diagnostics that you can take that will help you get started in the right direction. You are listening to Julie Walls with the Flip and Shift Expert Series Podcast. Talking with Vince Ojeda from BioVision Diagnostics. So let me give you guys just a little bit of introduction on that. Vince is a seasoned, a seasoned healthcare executive, a technologist by background. So, and his mission is to provide unique testing and technology that will give patients control over their own health and wellness. He is the co-founder and CEO of BioVision Diagnostics, and you guys will get the website link in this interview. As a company, BioVision Diagnostics is focused on proprietary tests and technology, health and wellness programs, and a new model that will predict disease so patients can prevent it from taking hold. Let me repeat that again, you guys. predict and prevent. It is so key, you guys. Um, Okay, so their mission is to put high-end testing into your hands and who want to take control of their own health, right? We want to take back control of our own health. So today, we'll be discussing an important test that that you can take to help enhance or improve your immune system. Now, keep in mind, I just want to make note, the immune system, which is and I'm going to give you guys some citing references on this, which is about 80% of your gut, right? Gut health is influenced and actually taught by the gut microbiome. External factors such as foods, bacteria, and environmental toxin- toxins can greatly impact your health. I talk about the three T's, right? You guys hear me stress that a lot. The three T's, the three toxins that we need to focus that on on. Emotional stress can also greatly impact your overall gut health. So please get your emotional wellness in check. We eat foods every day and the foods we eat may be negatively impacting your gut health. We will discuss the true. You guys, you all know, you followed me on this journey. I have learned a thing or two along the way. The first true step everybody should take in healing the gut. And the diagnostic testing that will help you get started in the right direction is the test we're going to be talking about today. All right, guys. So let's welcome Vince. Hey, Vince, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm great. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. How are you? How's everything going in your world? We're busy. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm assuming you are.
1: (laughs) It's been great. We we just launched this test last week and uh, we've had such a great response to it. almost everyone that we talk to about it is so excited about it and understands the value pretty quickly so we we've been busy but it's been great.
0: Awesome. Okay. So tell everybody just a tiny bit about yourself cuz I think everybody's <clears throat> eager to learn about gut health and what they need sure. to do about that. So tell us where are you located and give some ins- located and and where and give me a little bit of insight about your personal life. You don't have to dive deep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, that's okay. Uh, I have no secrets. Uh, We're physically located in uh, just outside of St. Louis, Missouri. So we're right there in the middle of the country. Um, Our facility is actually located just uh, a stone's throw from a a FedEx Depot, which is important because we get our samples very early in the morning. We get running on everything quickly. Um, I'm married. I've got five kids. I have a a fur baby patch. Um, My kids are uh, age range from uh, 26 down to 15.
0: 26 so down asleep. to 15.
1: Yeah.
0: Mind-blowing. I'm, I'm <laughs> getting deep in the throes of all the hormones and the teenage years, and sure. and I really did need this gut health test, because the mind and the gut component were working hand in hand. So true. <laughs> it be so for these years. All right. Yep. Yep. Okay, I so understand. let's get started. What is your role within the organization? I know I introduced you as the CEO and founder of BioVision uh, Bio Diagnostics. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Sure. So um, BioVision Diagnostics actually came about um, because of the pandemic, uh, believe it or not. Um, we, uh, my business partner and I, Mike, uh, we, are, we are the two co-founders of the company. Uh, we were working together in 2019 when uh, we heard about this gut health test. And at the time, there wasn't a lot of marketing around it. Um, we, ha- we were working with other labs to develop this in their own lab. Um, we had a few very high-profile laboratories that were looking at this, and I won't name them, obviously, but uh, you know, we, we worked on this for several months at the end of 2019 and then into the beginning of 2020, and we all know what happened in March of 2020. Everything blew up, and all of these uh, people who we had been talking with were saying, look, guys, we understand the value of this. We want to eventually do this, but if you're not to- talking to us about COVID testing, don't talk to us at all. And so it kind of put the brakes on everything that we had already developed. And so we had to pivot. We had to pivot to um, a distribution model for COVID testing, the antibody and the antigen testing. And we had a, a small sales force that was making sure that doctors and hospitals <clears throat> and urgent cares had access to this testing. Um, and then eventually we started getting so many questions from people about. Do you know anyone who can uh, do a quality COVID test within a, a good turnaround time? And so we put our heads together and said, you know what? Let's let's start a diagnostics company to provide this for people. It was a need that everybody needed, and um, and here we are. It kind of morphed into okay. We we started with that. That kept the lights on. But we we knew from day one that we wanted to do more with this company. And the biggest thing that we wanted to do was bring in rebrand and bring in the gut health test that you and I are going to talk about today. So that's kind of the history of the company. Uh, I've, Mike and I have been uh, friends for 22 years and uh, we've we've done everything we can to make this a high quality uh, meeting the needs of people who want to take control of their own healthcare.
0: That's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Sure, sure. So I want to talk a little bit about dia- mm-hmm. diagnostic testing because you know you and i both have that background i came from abbott laboratories i started with pharmaceuticals and moved over to diagnostics hence working with mark so mm-hmm. a, a partner that we both know and i i know diagnostic testing in the past and what it has been forever right is generally performed to screen for detect and monitor diseases but right. The current accessibility of testing currently, right? But we're seeing some shifts in that. Is primarily do, primarily done through a physician or a licensed medical professional. However, with this test, uh, we're seeing that the landscaping the landscape of diagnostic testing and accessibility is starting to change. Now, Vince, can you tell us over the long your long history of being in this world, the diagnostics world? What have you witnessed and what are you seeing with diagnostic testing?
1: Well, you're right. I've been in this business. um, It's hard to say, but uh, over 30 years now. (laughs) I know.
0: Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) know,
1: (laughs) Aren't we all right? I know. As you mentioned earlier, I started out as a a technologist in the lab, and that really opened my eyes to the inner workings of diagnostic testing and, and what it means to people, because at the time... I was studying cells, uh, looking for infectious infectious disease and precancerous lesions, things like that, um, really impacting people's lives on the forefront, on the ground level, if you will. Um, I got bored sitting behind a microscope eight hours a day, five days a week after five years, and I went into um, sales, and that led to more of an operations uh, opportunity, uh, medical devices, things like that, and then I helped start a few different labs and what happened there was, uh, you know, basically I I got exposed to everything from negotiating contracts with insurance companies to setting up a courier route to sales and marketing and operations and everything in between. So uh, about 11 years ago, uh, I formed a partnership group and we started a toxicology company doing drug screening for pain management doctors all over the country. we sold that company after five years. And then I kind of went into the distribution and consulting model. And now here we are with BioVision Diagnostics. It, it all kind of just, you, you look back on it now and it's like every everything was a stepping stone that at the time you don't realize why that's happening. But that's the beauty of when I look back, you know, those 30 years, I had to be a technologist to get into sales. And I had to do that part to get into the, the laboratory development aspect of it. So I think that's important. The, the main thing, uh, the, the, we're, the, the trend that we're seeing and that we're pioneering actually is moving from that old lab model of give me a slide and I'll look at it and I'll tell you if there's cancer cells on it or not. To, that's the detection part. So we detect this, this disease and then the provider has a chance to treat it. And what we want to move to now is predicting the disease so that you as a customer or as a patient can prevent it from impacting your life. That's probably the biggest trend that I see right now with personalized medicine is that everything is so targeted that we can actually tell you, um, for example, with this test, what foods are going to cause inflammation in your body. And I know we're going to we're going to get to that in a minute too. Um, what we've also seen is that we we can drill down to more and more specific biomarkers, genes. Um, there there's all kinds of technology out there that is gives us the ability to really look at you on a personal basis, your genetic structure, your biomarkers, and give you better information on how to improve your life. Um, The most important thing that I've seen, especially during the pandemic, is telehealth and um, self-diagnosis, if you will, be at home testing and things like that. That's put a lot of the healthcare decisions into the hands of us, meaning we can take control of our own health and wellness, and that's what we're all about here. That's what we're really focused on right now: is getting these tests in your hands directly.
0: Yeah, that's huge for biohackers like myself, and I know you're one of them as well. I mean, you you're Absolutely. you're in the biohacking community, and I I, I think that's really really. <laughs> really important because a lot of us are doing DIY biohacking. I'm not a DIY biohacker. I'm kind of all encompassing, right? So, Mm -hmm. and I've talked about that on a previous podcast, but um, I want to go back a little bit about your, I kind of want to find, I always try to find some links between a person's trajectory in life and what kind of led them when you spoke about um, the idea of kind of this is kind of it been evolving and it's kind of what you're meant to do. This is your purpose. This is your passion. And this is your trajectory. I kind of feel like that coincides with self healing. And I just want to say that because I have a lot of self healers tuning in. And, um, you know, we, we go through these insane health journeys and we we're in the rough of it and we're in the thick of it and we're like why are we you know on this trajectory but we learn something from it in the end and it brings about purpose and passion in life and I'm very passionate about teaching people about self-healing so I just want to I just wanted to make that link between what you were talking about and self-healing um thank you for that absolutely Yeah, awesome. So let's get into gut health. Okay. So a lot of people that listen to my podcast know that I love science. I know you love science. So I often cite uh, specific references in regards to the topic we're talking about. And today we're talking about gut health. So if you guys give me just a second, I want to give you guys a quote from www.nutritionfactor.com.au. As a around 80%, like I mentioned in the introduction, of your immune cells are located in your gastrointestinal tract. Gut health is closely linked to in immune function. Research shows that the digestive condition known as leaky gut, intestinal permeability, is a common factor in the biological mechanisms that leads to the onset of autoimmune disease. So. I want to get kind of your thoughts about the link between gut health and autoimmune diseases.
1: Absolutely. The, the, that link, I mean, the statistic, the important statistic there is that 70 to 80% of your immune cells are located in your gut microbiome. And that was confirmed in a uh, 2021 article in the journal nutrients. And um, I'm a big believer in data and actionable data, meaning can we prove what we're saying? Is there a link that is now scientifically proven? And the only way to do that in the medical community, when and we're talking kind of Western medicine here again, but the only way to really prove that is to get a peer-reviewed published journal article done on things like that. So um, you're absolutely right. When you have that number, that percentage of your immune cells located in your gut microbiome, it becomes more and more important now to protect that gut microbiome. And in order to protect it, we need to reduce the amount of potential inflammation. And the biggest way we can do that is to monitor what we're eating or drinking that can be causing damage to the gut. And our test, what this whole conversation is about, is preventing things like autoimmune disease and autoimmune disorders. And You know, your body has almost like a decision tree with the immune system. Do I attack this food? I've got my immune system now in an inflammatory process attacking a food that I'm sensitive to, or I've got this virus over here that I was just exposed to, but my immune system's busy working on these foods in my gut microbiome. So I think by eliminating some of those foods that cause that process, that's where we're going to have the biggest impact on people who are uh, you know, have a propensity for autoimmune disease. Let, let's, this is step one in that whole process. Let's find out what's causing it first.
0: Absolutely. I uh, a thousand percent agree with you on that, Vince. Okay. I want to go into our second point. So we're going to dive deeper in what he just said in regards to in kind of food toxicity, inflammation, environmental factors, um, you know, infection, COVID, all those kind of things. Right. So again, I'm going to quote, Um, I'm going to give you a reference link so you can look it up at www.lavagewellness.com. I quoted from their website, disruption to the microbiome by environmental toxins, food, stress, and environment, like I just mentioned, prevents gut microbes from performing their important functions and has serious consequences for our health. Over time, microbe disruption may even lead to the development of chronic diseases such as diabetes, obesity, allergies, and gastrointestinal disorders. So again, let's just, let's dive deeper into the food toxicity piece and how it's, it's causing systemic inflammation. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button on this podcast.
1: Absolutely. Um, right now, you can go to Google or whatever search engine you use, and you can type in the words gut health and type in a letter, A, autoimmune disorders, um, C, etiology of cancer, um, G, gastrointestinal issues. Uh, There's a letter of the alphabet that almost matches any type of disease state or inflammatory process that's related to gut health. And you can pull down journal articles peer-reviewed published journal articles on any of those topics we've done it we've looked at so many of these issues and topics that come up with gut health and type in a letter um it's amazing to me how most people don't realize how important that gut microbiome is to your overall health and your systemic immunity as you referred to it um in terms of food toxins i mean these are foods that we don't know are toxins. So I wanna point that out. We're, we're innocent bystanders with our diet right now because we don't have this information. When you get this information, you can act on it and make positive changes in your in your dietary, uh, what, what you're putting into your body. And that makes all the difference for all of these other systemic uh, immune responses that you have. You have to remember that inflammation is the result of your immune system reacting to something that you're putting in your body, whether you're eating it, drinking it, injecting it, what have you. Um, So the most important thing we can do right now is to learn as a first step what we're eating and what we're drinking that is causing this inflammation. This is the very first step before you do anything else. I strongly believe that.
0: I strongly believe it as well. (laughs) I strongly we well, we
1: both lived it
0: we both have lived it and <laughs> yeah. I want to say I've done everything it seems like backwards I, I I do think that there is a process into healing I will I 100 percent believe it there's a process into getting sick and there's a process into healing from mm-hmm. sick right so um I know we're, we're going to go deeper into gut health and of course people are wondering what is the first step <clears throat> into gut health
1: Right. Right. Um, The first step is this test. Um, I I truly believe that before you start spending your money on probiotics and supplements, immune suppressors, um, prescription medications that are being prescribed by your doctor for all of these other disease states, whether it's a GI issue or an autoimmune disorder, before you start spending all of your money on that, do a very simple blood test that gives you a report of foods that you are safe to eat, meaning that's your your green foods that you can eat all day long, every day. It gives you a yellow report that shows you the foods that you should only eat every 72 hours. And I'll tell you why when we get to this part of the the interview. And then the, the red column is really the most important because that's your eliminate column. If you find out that certain foods that you can eliminate are gonna improve your overall health, you can take action on that. This is really the only test on the market that gives you the level of sensitivity to each food and that uses a proprietary algorithm and a calculation based on the biomarkers that we're going to talk about that gives you that level and that gives you those foods that you need to eliminate from your diet.
0: Yeah, I want to go deeper into that. I know we're not ready there. We're not there yet, but I know for myself, taking previous uh, allergy or food sensitivity (laughs) tests, there's no comparison vents There's no comparison. What the information that came from that 15-page report was mind-blowing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things I also found was I'm a big person that talks about biohacking supplements, techniques and tools and things like that, red light therapy, all sorts of things like that. But supplements for me, um, I'm finding that not everybody can take supplements. Collagen is an example of one of them. I learned again, I took the the food report to the next level that because of what lit up like a Christmas tree on my report, I then realized no wonder why I got zero benefit from the type of collagen I was taking because I was toxic to the ingredients. So I wasted close to $150 each month, on a collagen supplement that was doing boo for my body. And it was actually kind of making me feel bad. I noticed after I would take it, I would get significant belly bloat and their claims, you know, cause you're thinking you're healing your gut and helping your skin and improving skin, but there are claims that you can lose all this weight, starting these, these collagen supplements. It did none of that for me because I was inflamed <laughs> from, right. from the, the ingredients from the product. So Wow. I think I think this test is absolutely the first step in anything you do. I hope doctors are listening into to where they are like, okay, we know we eat foods every single day. My patients eat foods every single day to live. What foods are making them toxic and sick? So absolutely, this test should be the first test that patients should take. So yes. no brainer. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the common misconceptions of food allergies or food sensitivity testing. And please, can you give me your uh, opinion on that? Okay, so A, let's start with A. Does it sure. only detect sensitivities to the foods that I ate the day before or am currently eating? Does this test do that?
1: It it does way more than that. So this test will, will because of the four biomarkers that we're testing for, and, and we can get into the technical aspects of it, but there are one of them, represents an acute reaction to a food that you recently ate. That one biomarker is called IgE. Most tests on the market only test for IgE. So that's why there's a misconception. The misconception is that these foods, I would have had to have recently eaten for them to be uh, determined to be uh, allergic to them, right? But what we do is we test that, plus we test for two of the chronic antibodies, the IgG and the IgG4. And most importantly, we test for a complement factor. It's called a C3D complement. And what that tells us is an acute reaction, a chronic reaction, and with the complement, if there's a chronic reaction and the complement is available, it's it's there in your your system, it's making you react 1,000 to 10,000 times more than just a normal chronic reaction. So that's why this test is so important. We're giving you the full picture, not just a picture of what you had in the last three days or week or whatever they claim. Um, and again, we're giving you that actionable intelligence that tells you based on these four biomarkers, this is a food that you can ingest. This is a food that you can rotate. And this is these are the foods you need to el- eliminate.
0: Absolutely. And I can I just give you a little bit of a My personal take on that is that the test that I took before and well-known test and highly recommended by my doctor. Let me just say this: Mm -hmm. um, it literally, when I look back at the comparison factor of this your the Victus eighty-eight test versus those tests, Mm -hmm. and where I was living, and I later then found out from the interpretation of the Victus eighty-eight test that I took, is that the likelihood of me reacting to my environment. I was dealing with environmental toxicity and the type of genetics that I have. I'm not able to effectively or eliminate or metabolize environmental toxins such as mold. And always with every single one of those tests, it always seemed like they pulled all of my moldy foods. And then I was also getting flagged for additional foods that from this test, from the the Victus 88, were it was not there. And I was like, why, what's the difference? And I, I learned that it's most likely because I was not only dealing with uh, you know, maybe, maybe the foods were reactive at that time, but the environmental piece to it was absolutely at play for me. And I was struggling regardless of the foods I was intaking with processing toxicity in general, which I mm-hmm. thought was really fascinating. Cause I'm like, well, then Corn, for example, didn't even pop up on this test and I was shocked. And, and, you know, we can talk about our own personal experiences about that. But yeah, I do think there's such a difference uh, between those other tests versus this test. It really, really is remarkable.
1: It is like, I mean, I can't stress it enough. This, this is really the only test like this on the market. It It is. And it gives you so much more information than some of the other tests that are out there. So Absolutely. Yep.
0: Okay, so the second misconception was, um, okay, I was told I was allergic to shellfish as a child. Does Mm -hmm. that mean I am always going to be allergic to to shellfish? Once allergic, always allergic.
1: (laughs) Well, no, that's not true. Um, So this is one of the, you and I have talked about this before. This is what we refer to as a fear of foods is that once you're con- considered allergic and you have to remember some of the technologies that when I was a kid and when you were a child, those are older technologies, we've improved so much. And we talked about that earlier in the podcast, these biomarkers that we can really drill down into your personal, uh, your from a personalized medicine aspect. So um, I think that as far as Victus 88, our, our test goes, we don't just test for food groups. So I think this is an important distinction as well. We're testing for shellfish, but we're testing for them specifically: lobster, shrimp, crab, crab, oyster. And so, when we when we give you this report, you may have a sensitivity to, uh, you know, oysters and scallops, but you may be totally fine with lobster and shrimp. So we can give you that information. Um, same thing with eggs. You know, am I allergic to eggs? Well it's not really an it's not really an allergy we we use the term sensitivity anyway but our test will actually tell you if you have a sensitive sensitivity to the egg yolk or the egg white or both um that was a big surprise for me that was the big one for me that was like Amy. i love eggs i eat I <laughs> i'm like darn it i can't eat my eggs i know i was like okay <laughs> cuz i well. had both flagged yes yes and I, and I think um, to answer the question fully, um, the, the answer is no, you're not always allergic. So the, the goal of this test, remember, is to heal your gut, to give your gut a chance to become healthy again. And so what we recommend, and again, we're not doctors, um, so we we don't give medical advice. This is informational and ed- educational. However, the doctors that we work with have been telling their patients to Eliminate these foods to three or six or nine months. We have one doctor who wants them to do it for a year and then reintroduce them into your body to see if you're still having inflammatory reactions. You can retake the test after six or nine months if you want, you don't have to, but you can. And a lot of those foods that were in your red column, if you've truly eliminated them, should not be in your red column anymore. Everything should be green, maybe yellow, but not red. So the, the theory behind it is, get this test, do your restricted diet. Um, there's two diets that we, we provide for you, a less restrictive and a more restrictive. Give it six or nine months and then reintroduce those foods and see if you're having that same reaction that you were having before. So this is not a forever test. This is obviously give your, giving your gut a chance to heal. That's what this is all about absolutely. and make you feel better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, uh, third misconception. I heard that skin prick testing is the most accurate way of detecting food reactions.
1: Well, I I think there there was a place for skin prick testing for foods. Um, We've advanced so far beyond that. Um, It's important to note that skin prick testing is only looking for typically that IgE reaction, that acute response, that short-term response to foods. So whether it's a blood test or a skin prick test, looking just at the IgE doesn't give you the full picture, period. You have to look at these other factors. You have to have this algorithm to give you the level of sensitivity of each food. And skin prick testing isn't going to do that. Um, There are a lot of journal articles out there that skin prick testing has a low specificity, it's not generalizable, um, it's very selective, it's it's kind of age-based as well sometimes. Um, and one article that, uh, that I found here, uh, they're citing a 50 to 60% um, false positive results. Mean, a false positive means that the skin prick test says that you can't eat shellfish when in fact you would be not have a reaction to it or be sensitive to it. So it's an older technology. Um, it, it's something that, I, I mean, gosh, I found journal articles from 1987 on skin prick testing and that it hasn't changed that much since. So if you want the full picture, you need to get the Victus 88.
0: A thousand percent. Okay, last question and it's a common comment that I see in our Flip and Shift Facebook group. So um, people will say, I, I even put this question out there. Um, if I, if it causes problems, so yeah. the foods you eat is, are causing problems, then you are allergic. Is that correct?
1: I would say not necessarily. Um, there there's a there's a there's a when you talk about an allergy, you're talking more of a reaction to the food that you know, whether, whether it's um, you know hives or uh, anaphylactic shock at the worst, you know, things like that. the sen- the the reason we give you the level of sensitivity is because, you're not necessarily allergic, you're you have more of a food sensitivity. And it's, it's a fine line between those definitions. To some people, I think the best way to explain it is that if you're sensitive to a food, and you eliminate it from your diet, and you reintroduce it six or nine months later, no, you weren't allergic to it. You had a food sensitivity, and you're body was reacting to it with an inflammatory process, which is normal, by the way, your immune system's doing what it's supposed to do, but it's just a sensitivity. It doesn't mean that you can't ever eat that food again. Yes, that makes sense.
0: it makes total sense. And Vince, I love what one thing I love about the test is that it has a measurement and then it gives you the severity calm. So low, moderate, severe, right. And yeah. in regards to allergies or sensitivities, and I found I was really relieved because I really, truly thought I was allergic. Like I said, I was pleasantly surprised that I wasn't allergic to corn because that one was flagged before I was allergic to corn. My corn was actually on my safe list. And I, mm-hmm. I asked the interp- interpreter, is this is this right? Because every single time I've taken this test before, it always said I was severely allergic to right. corn. Right, right.
1: Even severely. though
0: every time I ate corn, I never had any, uh, any big reactions to it. So right. eliminating and, and being restrictive and not, and let's keep in mind too, you guys. So if you are flagged for gluten, what are your options? Cool. Corn, corn or almond based type, uh, you know, products like corn tortillas. And then that had to be eliminated. I found out later, I was never allergic to corn. <laughs> I was like, what? okay. Restricting uh, all this time. But yeah, so that's, that's awesome. I'm glad you clarified that one.
1: And we, and we hear these stories all the time, just so you know, yes. I mean, we've had so many patients reporting back and, and we are going to do an outcomes-based study eventually. Um, but we've had, we, we get stories like this all the time of people who have said, I love lobster. I haven't had lobster in 20 years and it's not, on, it's in my green column. I can eat lobster. You know, they're just so happy about it. And then the flip side is, me with eggs. I'm like, no, no, but you know.
0: Yeah, because that would be my husband. If he couldn't eat eggs, I don't know what he would do with himself. He could care less about anything that's yeah. in the sea. So well, six, he, or be nine,
1: six or nine. And I love before. lobster
0: and I was flagged for lobster. So I'm like, what? That's a bunch of
1: <laughs> we'll give it six or nine months and then we'll, we'll reintroduce eggs for me and lobster for you. See what happens.
0: Yes. Let's do it together. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So if let's, let's get into the Victus 88 dietary antigen test first and foremost, um, you know, where can you order this test? Uh, and then do you need a licensed medical physician and then kind of give everybody an idea of what to expect when ordering this test?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, number one, the website's Victus 88, V-I-C-T-U-S. Victus, by the way, is Latin for nutrition and sustenance and health. So Victus 88, the number 88 is important because we're testing for 88 food antigens, not food groups, the actual food antigens. So it's V-I-C-T-U-S-A-8.com. Um, it, you can do everything right there. You can, you can read about the test, you can order the test, you can pay for the test. We ship you a kit, it comes in a box, has everything that's needed. It is a blood draw. So we, we work with a third party provider. If you can't just go to your doctor's office and have them draw your blood, we have a third party provider that'll come to you, um, whether you're at work or at home, um, it's, a, it's a really nice outfit. Um, but this is considered direct consumer. Now, some States will not let you do a direct consumer test. Still there, there, there are a few of them. Um, and so if, if your state is a state that doesn't allow you to purchase tests on your own, then you won't be able to order this test on our website. So it, it actually shades out the state when you try to order it. Um, you asked about a licensed provider. So most States do not require this. However, we do work with a uh, provider, a licensed provider who's licensed in all 50 states. So if your state allows direct consumer testing, then you will have a licensed provider order the, the test for you. We take care of all that. You don't have to do anything. Once you go to the website, that provider is listed on our report. And um, we do recommend, obviously, that um, we, we do recommend there's an interpretive uh, session that you can do with a medical doctor. It's 15 minutes, and it's, it's $99, but uh, you, can, you can do that on your own, or you can do it with your own doctor, take the report to your physician, your, your healthcare provider, what have you, and go through it with them. I will say that this is a very intuitive report. Like you said, it's, it, it can be 14 or 15 pages long, however, page three and four are the pages that you really want to focus on because those two pages give you your less restrictive and your more restrictive diets, meaning your food elimination diets. You yeah. Can,
0: yeah. yeah. I, can I just really reiterate yep. two and page five
1: and page five. Sure.
0: I thought page five was super helpful as well. So it kind of gives me like a clear, like absolutely do not try mm-hmm. these foods right now. Avoid them. Right. I love that one. The immune index type of reactive yes. foods so three four and five absolutely fantastic uh and,
1: pages and and three and four are good because if you print that out and put it on your fridge or, or take it to the grocery store with you it's a reminder you've got these red it's literally a red font of the color of the food and when you put that on your fridge or take it to the grocery store whichever diet you decide to do which is less or more restrictive you will always have that information at your fingertips but i agree page five is phenomenal
0: Yes. And I want to reiterate because I had a lot of questions, people DMing me and privately messaging me about um, do you know, do I need how do I order this test? Do I need my doctor to order it? Yeah, I I love how I didn't realize you guys were offering that as well, a third party provider who can order the test for you. And on top of that, I want to reiterate, uh, you said that, you know, they could come to you for the lab for the lab draw.
1: Well, if they're local, if they're local. Okay. Yeah. We, again, we're, we're talking to people all over the country right now. So, um, you know, we're based in the St. Louis area. So sure. If anyone's in the St. Louis area, we have a mechanism by which you can get your blood drawn here. However, the vast majority of, um, patients that are going to be working with are going to be all over the country. So we have that third party company where they will come to you, at home or at work and draw your blood, they spin it down, they pour it off into the tube that we need to get back to the lab. The kit includes the prepaid FedEx label, meaning um, all you gotta do is slap that on the, the, the envelope that comes back via FedEx and you drop your sample in there with your paperwork and take it to a FedEx and it'll be here in one or two days.
0: It's super easy, you guys. I've done this, <laughs> and it's such a phenomenal deal for what you get. I mean, it's it's amazing. Um, I highly highly recommend it. Um, okay, so let's dive deeper into the report. I want sure. what does the report give you? I know what it what I learned from it, and mm-hmm. how and you like you said, how easy is it to read and interpret?
1: Yeah, I mean, the report The report essentially gives you, it, it can be 12 to 15 pages, to be honest with you. It's a, it's a very comprehensive report. So it gives you a lot of information by food antigen, by biomarker. It indicates some of the food groups that you wanna stay away from. Um, but the, the essential piece of the report are really those pages that give you, we call it the green light, red light report, because it's so simple to understand. You know, if the food is green, you're safe to go. You know, if the food is red, you've got to stop, right? So it's the green light, red light report. Um, And again, it gives you two options. So if you don't want to go all in on a more restrictive diet, and these are all based on data, these are all based on the way that the algorithm works within the test in in that calculation of those biomarkers against each other, you can always do the less restrictive diet. And then if you're seeing some improvement go to the more restrictive diet and you're gonna see even more improvement. Um, I, we have people who are very, they wanna tiptoe into it, right? They don't wanna just eliminate you know, 12 or 15 foods from their diet, but their less restrictive diet, they only have to eliminate six or eight. So they'll start there. They start seeing the improvements and they start feeling better, Thinking clear, losing weight—all these other benefits that we hear over and over and over and over again—and um, then they'll move into the more restricted because so They're like, "Okay, I got to go all in on this. This is this is good stuff. I got to keep doing this."
0: Okay, where 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 do you fall? Are you more restrictive oh. or less restrictive? Which column are you in? <laughs>
1: more. I'm all in yeah,
0: for sure. You're all in. Oh. I am too. Oh. We're kind of. Yeah. That's why we clicked immediately because I just felt like this energy of like, "Yeah, we're kind of the same type. We're all in, baby." I- we want those results,
1: go big or go home,
0: go big or go home. I love that. I love that. Okay. Speaking of, and maybe we both can share our own personal experiences, but I want to start with you. I know you did the test. You're in the more restrictive. You're all in baby. Let's move forward. What have you seen from your own experience as far as improvement and, you know, maybe maybe just application of applying it into your, this, the column, the more restrictive column in your life, right? What have you seen from that? (laughs)
1: The <laughs> doing the work. I, I've seen what everybody else has seen and I'll, I'll be up. This is not a generic comment. I don't mean this to be vague at all. Um, it is clarity. It's focus sleeping better at night, weight loss. Um, we have, I, I don't have a lot of this, but we've had other people who have sworn by this because, um, one of my good friends who took the test, used to get up in the morning and have to do like yoga poses to get rid of his back pain and stretch everything out. Cause he was so inflamed. He doesn't do that anymore. Um, it's literally, he gets up out of bed and he goes to the shower. So, you know, things like that. And again, I, I, my experience, you know, and, and yours as well, I know you've had some really good experiences too. We, we see a lot of weight loss and it's, and it's an unintended consequence, but when you think about it, it makes sense because, Um, you're eliminating all that inflammation from your body. Your body has more immunity to to focus on and react to other things that are threatening your body, like bacteria and viruses and parasites and things like that. So um, the biggest thing for me, uh, really, and and I think this will probably resonate with a lot of people, you have to make some tough decisions and you have to be disciplined because... um, I love black pepper and eggs and I love black pepper on my eggs and I have to get rid of them, you know? And so you, you've got um, gluten chicken. I I drink milk all the time. I love, we, we have a special milk that we buy just, it's more expensive, but it doesn't have any uh, you know, preservatives or steroids or hormones in it. And I, you know, I, I miss it. So I'm, we're counting down the days to start. I, reintrodu- introducing. I
0: get it. I get, I get you. And if you guys are really struggling, let's say you, and there's a lot of people in the chronic illness world, people that have been sick for a long period of, have done this restrictive dieting work and they, they get on the bandwagon, then they get off. You guys where there's a Facebook page that I've created for those folks that have chosen to do this dietary antigen test. The Victus 88 test have seen their columns have chosen. I'm going to be in more of the less restrictive column. Or the more restrictive column, I created a group so you can join us on Facebook. So it's our flip and shift group on Facebook, where I talk about, let's support one another through this process. It's not forever. If you don't feel good and you haven't felt good for years, and it's going to take six to, to 12 months of your life of eliminating, if you're a foodie and eliminating those foods that are making you feel bad for, and you eliminate them, you restore your gut health. And then you're rocking and rolling, moving forward and can start incorporating those, you know, restrictive foods back in. Why not do it? Let's support each other through this process. And I know I've been providing like substitutes. I love eggs. And I just found a a, a product that I purchased from our local natural food store that is plant-based eggs. And it's it, it's everything on my green list that I can eat. And it tastes just like eggs. I love it. So now I don't have to be deprived or sad that I can't eat my eggs in the morning. One of the the things that I want to really talk about is my gains. I know you guys follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And I talk a lot about the things that I'm seeing by doing the, again, go big or go home, more restrictive diet list. Um, I've lost 8.5 pounds from the start till where I'm at today. Um, I found that, I posted pictures. I mean, I'm pretty vulnerable and raw and put myself out there of my body and the belly bloat that I would see every single morning. Mm -hmm. I would wake up with belly bloat. I didn't have pains. Uh, I never had the pain, but I always had you know, dealt with belly bloat and couldn't figure out why. And I work out like a beast. I do sit-ups and I thought, oh, maybe it's just my pregnancy weight that's still there, the, the skin that's still there. No, it was literally bloat. And I've noticed, after doing this work and and being more cognizant of the more restrictive diet list, I'm noticing my belly bloat is going away. I took my my friends last night. We had um uh we call it jacuzzi swim or cougar swim, and um it's kind of funny. It's a joke, but. Uh, One of my friends was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You look like you've lost weight. Your stomach is, my my breast area is shrunk. My stomach is shrinking. I can actually see definition in my body. The Mm -hmm. internal piece to this too is before I was diagnosed with KPU. So KPU is for people that wake up in the morning and they really don't have hunger. They don't have hunger throughout the day. But yet for me, I never lost weight. I was like, oh my gosh, I've got this. I don't ever have an appetite, but I always look like I'm around 150 pounds, right? And for my body type and for how small and short I am, that's a lot of, of, you know, extra weight and water retention. So um, I've noticed now that I'm hungry. I wake up and I'm hungry because my body now is getting rid of that inflammation and my body is now retaining nutrients absorbing the foods that I'm now eating that are safe for me, it's the body's pulling it out and doing what it needs to do with it. And I've noticed that my hair is, is changing. I'm noticing that my eyelashes are getting longer. I'm noticing the collagen that I was using or that I'm using now um, is actually working for me. So I'm actually now absorbing because I'm getting rid of those, that toxicity, those food toxins that were not working for me before I'm losing the weight. I'm feeling better. I'm getting more clarity. I'm also noticing physical shifts in my body. Um, I'm also, for people out there that understand, I talk about insulin resistance. Insulin resistance, the first step in healing insulin resistance, which affects close to 40 to 50% of the American female population. It's undiagnosed. There's no testing for it. There's no treatment for it. I'm noticing that my insulin resistance is improving. I'm not having these blood sugar spikes. I'm feeling better. I'm losing weight. I'm not dealing with all the, the hormonal shifts that happens with insulin resistance. So if you're following me and you are all about, hey, I think I have insulin resistance, get this test, remove the food toxins first, because that's the first step in fixing insulin resistance. Yeah. I just want to make note of that.
1: <laughs> it's such a great point. I love Absolutely.
0: That. Yep. Okay, I want to share one thing, um, a, a testimony from my IG page from a follower uh, that has shared his experience with the test. So it's a quote from J. Vavak, J- J-V-A-V-A-K. So if you're listening in, I took this test and have eliminated the red listed foods from my diet. I have dropped 13 pounds and have not had a headache, no back pain more energy and decreased brain fog. This test was life changing for me. And I'm now on week six. <laughs> Every week I continue to see amazing results. That's unbelievable. What's your thoughts on that?
1: <laughs> well, I know who this is. Oh, okay. I, know this, I know this person personally. Um, a- yeah, so he was, he was one of the first to uh, get the test while we were still in beta meaning uh, we hadn't launched it yet. We were still figuring out the whole ordering payment, all the process, but uh, you know, he has been gluten-free for well over 10 years that I know of anyway. Um, He was already on a restricted diet and thought that, and he just never felt all of it gelling together and coming together, all these sacrifices he was making. And so when he took this test, it really changed everything for him because it got him over that. It got him to the tipping point of, you know, now I can eliminate all these other foods that I had no idea I was ingesting. And all of us are like that. We have no idea what we're ingesting that is causing us this inflammation. It's not our fault. We just don't have this information. And so the minute he got this information and went to the, He went all in, go big or go home. He went to the most restricted diet possible. Um, Just the changes. He just, he loves everything about this test um, because he was so personally impacted by it. After being on a restricted diet for over 10 years already, trying to maintain his health and wellness, this made all the difference. So, you know, we we all think um, we know what our bodies want or what our bodies can handle, But this is a data-driven report that gives you scientifically backed information on what you can do for yourself to help eliminate these inflammatory processes.
0: That's wonderful. I love that. Awesome. Okay, so let's dive into how this test or this uh, the Victus 88 compares to those at-home tests that are available on Amazon or advertised on TV.
1: Well, um, number one, uh, the cost—you're um, getting a lot more bang for your buck with uh, with Victus eighty-eight. Excuse me. Um, I won't name the test because we don't really focus a lot on our uh, on who else is doing this because we don't really consider it competition, only because we're the only test in the market that does it this way with this type of information. And I've said that three times now, but that's just the the, the fact. Um, so specifically, though. Uh, one of those tests tests for nine foods, one test for 12, another test for 15 different foods. Um, are again, we're covering 88 food antigens. If you took the cost of those, these other tests that are on the market right now, if you took the cost per food antigen and multiplied it by 88, you'd be paying them 12 or $1,300 per test. And no we're nowhere yeah. no that. Yeah. No doubt.
0: I've done, no I've doubt. been there, done that.
1: Yes. And guess what? you're only getting the IgE. You're not getting the chronic IgG cofactors or the C3D complement. And again, you're not getting the algorithm that calculates the level of sensitivity you have to each of those food antigens. So we look at the four biomarkers, um, we look at the the algorithm, the, the report itself is a benefit. I mean, my gosh, you get so much information in this report. Um, we have, we give you access to a medical provider for a 15 minute consultation for another 99 bucks, which, I mean, your doctor's going to charge you that anyway, if you go to his office for 15, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, so again, I think that, you know, when we talk about these other tests, there's just no comparison. It just, it doesn't compare to what we're doing here because ours is so much different and special. That's all there is to it.
0: That's wonderful. Okay. I want to just quickly, we're kind of in, in. we're getting close to the end here, but um, I just want to say BioVision, Vince, you guys are awesome. And I know you guys have partnered with me uh, for a discount. So this is the part you guys you are going to want to, you know, from the back, people in the back, listen in. Um, they're going to be giving you guys all on this test an F and S. So a flip and shift promo code. So you can get that now and I'm going to give it to you guys. So it's F when you go to go get this test and you go to the checkout, you add the promo code and it will save you an additional $50. That's a nice chunk of change. You guys, who doesn't want $50 savings on a test? that's going to change your life. Okay. So the promo code is F in. So F as in Frank, N as in Nancy, S is in Sam, 50 at the checkout. Thank you so much, Vince. I really appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. Did you want to um, also let them know about the free consultation? I think you should. Oh, oh okay. okay.
0: <laughs> I think you should give that away. That's a special thing. I love it. You guys, can. you guys gather around. This is really good stuff, really good information, and something that's going to benefit you cost-wise with this test.
1: So I think it's important. So the the FNS five zero code is if you if if you don't feel like you're going to need a consultation with a medical provider and you just want to look at the report and eliminate your foods, great. That's going to save you the fifty dollars. We also have FNS consult C O N S U L T, which actually gives you the uh, the consultation at no charge. So when you go to the checkout you're going to have it's going to say the price of the test and the price of the consult when you type in that discount code it's going to automatically take $99 off the price so if you want the console we're giving it to the first 50 purchases so the first 50 people that order are going to get the per, are going to get the consultation for free with a licensed medical doctor who will be able to interpret your your report with you on the phone it's a telehealth visit um, but if you don't need that do the $50 off which is the FNS50
0: I just typed it in the comments, you guys. So now it's live and ready to go. And you yep. guys can get some savings and an amazing consult. The interpretation alone for me was mind-blowing. Yeah. Donna was awesome. I'm going to give her a plug. Donna, you're <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. you. know I, I mean, I was so blown away. Awesome. Yay, you guys. Yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. So I want to move forward. Let's talk about the future of personalized medicine or personalized diagnostic testing. What trends are you seeing, Vince, that people need to be aware of?
1: Um, this is such an interesting field. Um, about 20 years ago, Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called The Tipping point, And it was about um, the concept of you know, getting to a point in an industry or in a company or in your personal life, whatever it is, where you reach that point where you know it's going to tip the other way for good, for a good thing. So I believe we're at the tipping point for a lot of this personalized diagnostic testing, as well as the direct-to-consumer model, which is putting this into the hands directly to the consumer or the patient so that they can manage their own health and wellness, which I think is the goal of a lot of people now, well, a lot more than, than normal, than it was, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. And again, the pandemic was a big driver of this. I mean, we had all these at-home tests. Everything went to telehealth. Everybody stayed at home and did everything on you know um i mean my gosh my doctor did a uh a uh you know a video consultation with me and uh he's 10 minutes away from my house but that's the way it was the other thing with um with this happening right now is that insurance companies are became, becoming more and more aware of some of the advantages of doing this so if i'm an insurance company and i and i'm presented with this gut health test with victus 88 And I look at the cost savings, think about what they're spending right now on prescription medications, on CT scans, MRIs, all the other um, invasive uh, procedures like colonoscopies. Um, They're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on certain patients. And if they could pay for a test like this now, we don't have insurance coverage on this now. But what we're seeing a trend now is that insurance companies are looking more at the predict and prevent model, and looking at that from their perspective, which their job is to save money, right? Um, so we're seeing more and more interest from insurance companies on things like this as well.
0: Awesome, awesome, yeah, I, I can see that happening. That does feel like that's the future. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's now it's happening. Okay, so what areas of diagnostic testing is your company exploring?
1: <laughs> Great question. So we, uh, right now, we're we're also launching a pharmacogenetics test. Now, it's a big word, so we just reduce it down and we call it PGX, all right? Um, but it is a test for the 200 most commonly prescribed medications, and it monitors and it tests for your personal genetic ability to respond to the drugs being prescribed. So again, it's a green light, red light report. Um, if your genetic metabolic pathways allow for that drug to metabolize in your system, it'll show up as a green on your report. If it doesn't, it'll show up as red. And then there is an intermediate, which is yellow. The reason this test is important is because number one, if your body's not metabolizing the drug, it can become toxic in your system. Um, so these are prescription medications, obviously, um, is that drug working? Are you paying your deductible or your prescription fee or whatever you're paying for these drugs for something that's not even being metabolized in your body? I'll give you one example real quick. So Plavix, which is um, used for everyone who gets a stent gets prescribed Plavix, not, not everyone, but it's kind of the standard of care. It only work, It doesn't work in 43% of the US population. So when you're getting this, if you ever have to get a stent which is a medical procedure where you have to be very careful after that procedure, and you're prescribed a drug that isn't even gonna work, you're actually at higher risk more than anything of some type of a cardiac event. So again, not medical advice, just informational, but this test really will tell you what you sh- what your, your body will metabolize as a drug. Um, one of the other things that we're working on is, um, uh, we, fer- we refer to it as next generation sequencing. And what this is, it's a predictive test for your genetic propensity for inherited diseases like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, um, cardiac conditions, diabetes, there are there's a, a several different areas where we can predict your propensity. That doesn't mean you're going to get Alzheimer's. I want to make that point. It doesn't mean you're going to have a heart attack, but it gives you that ability to prevent it, because there are certain things you can do with your diet and with your health and wellness to protect against that. If I know that I have a propensity and a genetic structure in my body that puts me at a higher risk for heart attack, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat better. I'm going to sleep better. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to stay in shape because I'm not going to let my body go knowing that I've got this gene that, hey, a lot of the times people end up having cardiac conditions because of that.
0: Vince, can I interrupt you on that one?
1: Of course. I think that's
0: so important. You guys, I talk about genetics all the the time. I'm actually, so one of the things I learned during my own self-healing and thank God there are a ton of geneticists out there and I interviewed one on our uh, podcast and we talked about um, predict and prevent. Like that is the future of medicine. One of the things that I know is that I have an SP that's an APOE. Um, I believe I have one and two, which is indicative of, uh, Alzheimer's outcomes, okay? And that's because we did I, I I hacked my raw data, my my raw DNA data, my genetic data, and learned about things like that that could potentially be my future. Now, my grandmother died of Alzheimer's. We um, we have that in our family. There are other family members in our family that have experienced dementia or Alzheimer's. So you know, in my, thirties and forties, you know, going into my fifties, I'm like, I don't want that. (laughs) So what do I need to do now to help either stave Mm -hmm. that off, you know, help myself keep my, my brain, you know, running appropriately or, or clear and, and it's running efficiently. So I do things now to help the processes in my brain to then stave off that down up regulation of genetics. So, um, Absolutely. I think this is fantastic news. Um, I think some people will be a little bit fearful of that. Oh, you know, I don't know if I want to know that. I mean, you probably can see that Vince, right? I mean, you can see that happening, but again, if you don't know, you know, who wants to wait for that to happen? Why not do something about it now versus waiting for the ball to drop? Right. And I want to back up to one other thing. Talking about the PGX, which I hope you'll come back on uh, uh, our podcast and talk about this because this is such a big deal to me. This this future test or this upcoming test to talk about is such a big deal to me because a lot of people like myself have been injured from medicines. Mm. They have. And I think I wish, no, I know. I wish I would have had this test available for me before I started any... Lyme disease protocols, any mold disease protocols, any candida killing protocols that all had antibiotics in them. I was also dealing with um, you know, uh, SSRIs and, and different types of drug classification, hypertension medications. Um, I wish I would have known then what I know now because a specific SSRI that I was taking really damaged my body. It gave me serotonin uptake syndrome. Um, I was very sick for six months from it. And if I would have known that there was a test available to tell me the drug classes to avoid or the types of drugs to avoid, I, m- I may have saved myself hundreds of thousands of dollars on trying to repair mito mito damage. <laughs> wow. I'm just speaking my truth. So this is amazing, Vince.
1: I will come back on for that. That okay. is a whole separate conversation. We're we're not quite at the direct consumer level yet, but we're really close. That's going to be our focus over the next 30 to 60 days um, to make that available. Um, we've been beta testing it again here in, in the lab and with our employees and myself included. And um, I will tell you that it's been some of the most eye-opening information that we're seeing um, across the board. That PGX test is just uh it's a technology that is so out there um but it's available now we're just working on it as a direct consumer we want to get this in the hands of people who want to take control of their health and wellness
0: so you can go to your doctor and request this test
1: uh depends on what lab they're using they may know nothing about it this is this is a fairly new technology and test now pgx has been around for 10 years for certain things this particular test, however, is really under the radar right now. Um, we're we're looking at, um, you know, just in the last six months, really.
0: Wow. I am mind blown. Please, please. Yeah. I, w- I want to be a part of that process of giving that information out to the world.
1: Well, and the great thing is it's it's just a cheek swab. You don't even have to draw your blood. So...
0: It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. How easy is that? You're, you guys are making everything so easy for us all.
1: That's the goal.
0: That is awesome. (laughs) All right. So I, I want to give my viewer, my listeners, um, they all know when they listen to an expert chat on our podcast platform, I always want to get the last three questions in and they're so important to, um, to me and to what I do, and the first question is, what inspires inspires you with the work that you do?
1: Well, my mission has always been to to just help people, to help all people, to give control and and that power of your own health and wellness into your own hands. I think that's been uh, that's been the ultimate goal. Um, my, my family is the most important thing to me in my life. And so I do this all. I want to leave a legacy. I want my kids and grandkids to look back on my life and say he disrupted or was part of disrupting a very sick healthcare system because our healthcare system right now is sick. It is, it, it, there are so many problems with it. We're focusing on these things that are uh, that just need to be disrupted. And again, that predict to prevent, we're pioneering a lot of that with this new testing and these new developments and going direct to consumer. Um, but really, it's it's just all about giving access to people who want to take care of their own health and wellness. And we're doing that now. We're we're actively doing that now. This is just the beginning, Julie. Just the beginning. I know,
0: I know. I'm I'm just I'm blown away to be honest with you. Every conversation <laughs> I have with you and what you guys are working on is just really, it's exciting. It's exciting, Vince.
1: (laughs) And you are leaving a
0: legacy. It's amazing. I'm really, really impressed. Thank you for your answer on that. Absolutely. All right. Okay. What, what, where do you hope to see yourself in the next five to 10 years? And what is your vision for biovision diagnostics?
1: Well, the next five to 10 years, obviously, there, there are a lot of emerging technologies coming out right now. So we're on the forefront of, of a lot of that, which is the molecular testing, the, the Victus 88 gut health testing, the pharmacogenetics testing, the next generation sequencing. Some of that's been around for a few years. Um, but what we're really excited about are some of the new emerging tech technologies, such as um, a, w- we refer to it as a microarray. It's basically um, a blood, uh, a blood test that can be performed on a chip. Um, it's an amazing technology. I won't get into all the details here, but because it, it gets very highly technical and I don't want to do that. Um, but really, uh, the, our our biggest goal or one of our largest goals is to develop and put out there a test for traumatic brain injury or TBI. So a lot of the uh, veterans and, and active duty military um, that are in combat situations and they're they're hurt. Um, it may so there are there are four biomarkers um, that are specific to traumatic brain injury that are predictive. So again, we're going to predict and prevent. They're predictive for anxiety, depression, post traumatic disorder, and suicide. So if we can develop that into a simple test that we can offer to all of the, and not just military, um, professional sports, you think about all the all the hits that football players and hockey players take, um, you know, high school sports even, you know, you see a lot of that going on in the high school sports with concussions and everybody has a concussion protocol now. Well, this, this TBI test will be able to predict that if there is enough of a traumatic brain injury uh, to be able to prevent some of the other unfortunate uh, pieces of that, so.
0: Wow. That's amazing.
1: Probably a few years down the road, but it's, it's the, it is, it's always on the radar. But
0: it's so going to help so many people. I mean, you know, having something like that, like that happen to you and then people don't understand the emotional ramifications from a TBI and what it does and the impact it does to your entire family. It just doesn't affect you. It affects everybody else. Absolutely. And exp- and I know we did an interview with Casey Howard from the Nate Shute Foundation talking about suicide outcomes and we touched a little bit on, you know, vets and things like that and what, what suicide outcomes do to the community. I mean, it just isn't going with the immediate family. It filters out to everyone in the community. I think that's remarkable and to have a test for that is just, I mean, it gives me chills. That's amazing. Okay, so my last question is, what hope rope message would you like to give to people who are struggling with overall health issues and or specifically gut health issues?
1: Well, I'll be very succinct here. The only way you're going to improve your health right now is to take control of it yourself. This is the one area where you can start the process. This is step one of learning what is becoming toxic, what's causing the inflammatory process. And and this is such a simple blood test to take. It's a simple report to read. It's a simple process to order it and get the kit. Um, And I would say that that hope rope message for me is, take control, take control of your own health. And this is step one, before you do anything, do this.
0: A, a, A thousand percent, a thousand percent agree, agreeing with you. All right, Vince. Thank you so much. I think this interview was insanely helpful. Um, It's exciting. I think what's coming from your company is just remarkable, and I just think you're just a cool guy. (laughs) And I really have been honored to be able to get to know you over the last couple months, Mm -hmm. and also um, just kind of talking with you. I I really do. I've really connected with you, and I'm really grateful for that connection.
1: Likewise, Julie, thank you so much for having me today and for introducing BioVision and Victus 88 to your audience. I I just love this whole opportunity and and we love you too, just so you know.
0: Thank you. I I love all your crew. They're all amazing. It's been (laughs) fun to work with everyone. Please come back on our podcast and we'll talk about all the amazing things that are coming out of BioVision Diagnostics.
1: Anytime you'll have me. Awesome. A special thank you
0: to our expert guest today, Vince Ojeda from BioVision Diagnostics. If you'd like to learn more about the Victus 88 dietary antigen test, please go to www.victus88.com. Use the promo code FNS50 at checkout to save an additional $50 on this test. If you like what you heard... Please hit the subscribe button and be notified of future expert chat episodes. Connect with me on all our social media links, Facebook, Instagram, and our YouTube channel. Links are available in the description of this podcast episode.